Welcome back. This is Jim Cimbala, Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle. We are going to continue my new series, The Calling, a podcast for Christian leaders. Let's talk about marching orders today. Marching orders as pastors, leaders, evangelists, teachers, whatever your ministry calling might be, let's talk about a marching order that applies to all of us again. You know, in the body of Christ and leadership, there's many different gifts, aren't there? Specific gifts, what I do, you might do something different. But I wanna focus today on one of those all-encompassing marching orders that the Lord gives to all of us. It's found in 2 Timothy, it can be found in a lot of places, but let's look at 2 Timothy 4. Verse one, in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. This is to Timothy, a younger minister. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. You know, I can't help but think when I'm reading this, this almost sounds like another religion to a lot of, compared to a lot of contemporary Christianity. Am I, am I speaking truth or what? Listen to what it says, preach the word, not opinions, not what other people are preaching, not what folks wanna hear. Preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Yo, I can't correct people. I'm not rebuking anybody. They might not come back next week and then there goes my attendance. Oh, we've come a long way. But let's stick with the Bible for now, shall we? Preach the word. Paul tells Timothy and it applies to all of us. Content when we preach or teach must be the word of God. Not seven ways to enhance your job application and your resume. All of these things have their place, but our calling is to preach the eternal, unchangeable word of God. Don't preach our opinions. You know, you know what I feel? No, don't tell people what you feel. How are they gonna base their life on what I feel? Because I might feel different tomorrow. Now I gotta check with everyone in America how they feel about that subject. No, preach the authoritative word of God. How much Bible content is in our sermons. That's a challenge for me and for you because remember, we're gonna be reviewed one day. Did we preach God's word, God's way for his glory or did we go on some side road that someone says, no, that's antediluvian, that's old school. So I wanna tell you something today. There is no old school, there is no new school. There's only Bible school. There's only the Bible. There's nothing new under the sun. If it's new, it's not true. And if it's true, it's not new. There is no improved message on the word of God. And remember the cautions that Paul gives us in Galatians, isn't it? That if anyone brings another word, another gospel, a different word, let that person be cursed. Now that's some of the strongest language you're gonna find in the Bible, my friends where Paul says, let someone who changes the message be cursed. Oh, come on, don't be judgmental. The guy just, he feels differently about certain things. You know, you gotta keep up with the times. Well, God's truth doesn't change with the times. Thank goodness for that. 
How could I rely on the promises of God if they might change? So the word of God is timeless and never changes. And that's the word that we're supposed to preach. Teach the word of God. Do it with a sense of urgency, Paul goes on to say. Remember, count your days. You're not, not going to have forever to preach it. Preach it with fervency. Preach it from your heart, but make sure it's the word of God. You know, I tell the people sometime in my church, anything I say, don't receive it and just take it in like, oh, that's the truth. Be checking everything I say. Is this from the Bible or is this guy tripping? Is he just making this stuff up as he goes or is it the word of God? The word of God is our only rule of doctrine and of faith. The word of God, preach the word. So now the Bible tells us that there'll be a day coming when people will depart from that. And the true followers, the true servants of Christ will stay with the word. Whatever it results in, that's God's business. Sometimes it brings conviction of sin. Sometimes it corrects a person. Sometimes it brings great encouragement, but it's the word of God that we have to give people so they can mature and chew on it and grow thereby from that word. So let me give you some mistakes I've made. Oh, if I gave you all my mistakes, we would have about 4,000 episodes of this series. But let me just share a few that I've learned about being in the Word. How can we preach the Word and see people live in the Word if we don't live in the Word? That makes sense, doesn't it? God's going to judge my ministry a lot by did I lead people into His Word so that daily they look to His Word? Or do they daily look, oh, Jim Simba, what he said? What would that matter? Or what's a new teaching? No, we got to get people into the Word so that they know the Word of God. And we can't do that unless we live in the Word daily. We have to eat the Word daily. Meditate on it. That word in the Hebrew means chew on it. Take time with the Word of God. Can't rush it when we read it. Someone once said, "Rush a spirit of rushing, a hurriedness, is the death of all devotion to God. If you're rushed, you can't do it. No, I got to get this in because I got to go out and do something. We've got to take time in the Word every day. Here's what I've learned. We must never read the Bible to look for sermon material. That's a no-no. I need the Word of God from my own soul. And a lot of us are sermon hunters. You know the feeling. You just get done on Sunday and then that cloud comes over you. Yeah, but how about the midweek sermon? And how about next Sunday? What are you going to preach? So a lot of us are sermon hunting, but we're not to read the Bible for sermon hunting. We're supposed to be reading it for my, my edification, my sense of drawing near to God. So let's get our sermons from the Bible, but let's not read it for just sermon getting. Let's read it for our own growth and edification, as I said before. Let's also remember this, preach the word, don't preach other people's sermons. Folks don't want an echo, they want a voice. They want someone speaking under the power of the Holy Spirit, the word of God. When I first went in the ministry, ew, I don't even wanna tell you about my sermons. They were so bad, I fell asleep while I was preaching. People were converting to other religions while I was preaching, that's how bad they were. But a lot of it was, I was robbing sermons from books anywhere. I didn't take time in the Word and ask God, make something real to me so I could feed the people. Too immature, too selfish, too carnal. 
We can't do that. Come on, we're doing this for the Lord. He's given us the powerful word of God. His word is so strong. It'll help you, give you not only sermon material, it'll give you strength. Thy words were found, and I did eat them, Jeremiah says, and they became to me the joy and rejoicing of my soul. We need to read the word of God and feast on it so that we can give it to people. Faith is the battle that we all face. Leaders have challenges. Satan is trying to destroy our faith. And how does faith come? By hearing the word of God. We tell that to believers in the pew. But how about ourselves? Do we practice it? God, I need to hear you speak to me through your word. Or my faith is going to get very, very weak. Real quick, one day, years, many years ago, we were in a building project involving dozens and dozens of millions of dollars. And I was beat down, traveling didn't have any wisdom, just running here, doing favors for people. Oh, come and preach here, there, everywhere. Empty, nobody home, empty. My wife was in Nashville doing a album project and I was down and out. No, out, empty, nothing. Felt nothing, nothing, dead, muerte. I got alone in a room at about 10.30, 10.40 and I opened this Bible. I had a big print NIV, put it on my lap, and I told God, God, I can't pray. I can't. You ever have so little faith you can't even pray? You ever feel so cold and empty you can't even talk to God? Well, I did, and I have. And as I read the Word of God and just meditated on it, in no rush, I spent something like seven, eight hours up there in that room. Oh, my goodness. The Word of God put strengthened me, it, it inspired faith. When I left that room, it was like, yeah, let's get this on. Let's get this on. I can face anything. God is with me. God's going to help me. Come on, it's going to happen to you. I need to happen to me all the time. Let's live in the Word of God and feed people the Word of God so that the name of Jesus Christ will be glorified. Amen. Amen.